welcome back to Sextras. Where we talk about sex and all the extras. I'm Honey and I really like the taste of medicine. (laughs) (laughs) All medicine? Like some medicine does not taste good. Like I get it for some but a lot does not taste good. Even if it's like not a good medicine taste I still kind of like the taste. Like really medicinal tasting things. I love the taste of that. (laughs) I kind of I like the smell like a medicinal kind of smell but not not a taste. No, I, I think my body's just, like, gotten so used to it that it's like, mm, Like, it this needs is so it good. to survive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me all the help I can get. <laughs> yeah, nah. Well, hi, guys. <laughs> I'm Maria, and today, when we're recording this, is my birthday. So, like, yesterday, yeah. if you're listening, on Tuesday. Happy birthday! Thank you so much. Yeah, exciting times. Um, it's you really don't seem that excited about it. I feel like I'm more excited that it's your birthday <laughs> than you are. I actually I'm really like... am excited. It's just as you know, but obviously the listeners don't. I've been super like crammed with deadlines and stuff because I just left everything mm-hmm. to the last minute. And yeah, just like literally Classic. finished my dis the other like yesterday or like the day before i i think and now i have to make the change some changes so yeah i'm planning on handing it in today you know so it's like oh what did you do on your 21st birthday i handed in my dis (laughs) well we can be 20s because that's also what i did on your birthday (laughs) so yeah that's what we've been up to this is why the episode was late last week as yeah, well. Yeah, sorry guys about that, honestly. Because we've been so busy and yeah, life is crazy, but we're nearly graduate. I know, it's crazy. We're so excited, <laughs> literally can't believe we made it through. Anyone else who's graduating this year, we feel your pain. <laughs> we hope you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can celebrate with yeah, us. Yeah, we're nearly there, guys. We can do it. But yeah, we're so excited about this week's episode. It's like really, really, really good. And we had a really good guest. And I hope you guys love her as much as we enjoyed hanging out with her and talking to her and learning some stuff. Okay, guys. Well, this week we're so excited to be joined by Kinky. She is a kink educator a kink coach a life coach she said she's a beast (laughs) and she's the author of the two books 365 ways to keep it kinky and i'm a suck so i'm a sucker I'm a sucker. Yes, baby, I'm a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay, well, everyone, welcome, Kinky. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, ladies. Thank you so much. I'm excited. We're so excited. We've been, <laughs> I saw your TikToks, and I, like, as soon as I saw them, I was like, we need to have her on the show. I'm so oh, excited. You haven't seen TikToks is my PG. If you really want to see really? me, you have to see me on YouTube. I have over 800 uh, videos on YouTube. Oh my God. Yeah. We'll definitely have to check that out. That's what I'm going to get on tonight. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Uh, you know, it's dick pussy. 
lick my ass it's all of that <laughs> <laughs> that's so good yeah i guess you can't really be like right completely uncensored on tiktok right but i was I, yeah I, but i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing on tiktok right now so i'm okay with it but for those who need it i can send them to youtube i've been in this game for a long time i'm not new to it you know so <laughs> cool well we thought we'd start the episode with just a few things that some of our listeners are like a bit scared to get into with sex and we thought you'd be the perfect person to kind of maybe give them some advice or like give them some guidance about how they can start doing that so the first one is someone said a prostate exam in quotation marks (laughs) so they're talking about their partner giving them a prostate exam yeah, I guess so. I think, okay, I think any man that likes his booty touched is a lucky man. You know, uh, <laughs> don't be scared of it. Embrace it. And if you have somebody who's willing to share that with you, do it. Men have a P-spot in their asses the same way that we have a G-spot in our vaginas. You could stimulate a man's ass and give him one of the best orgasms he ever had. And I tell women, your power is not in your pussy. Your power is not in your mouth. This is what you could do to that man booty. <laughs> yeah i feel like so many guys are kind of scared to ask their partners to go anywhere near their asshole because they're like oh that people are gonna think i'm gay or whatever right and i get i did a class the other day and when i did it a lady came over to me at the end and she was like i always thought that if a man wanted something with his ass that he was gay i said are you a woman I said, gay is two men. It's gay men who don't suck dick. It's gay men who don't like anal penetration. Mm-hmm. Gay is being attracted to another man. Having a yeah. woman stimulate your ass is lucky. It's blessed. It's <laughs> she gets it in. Oh, she keeps it kinky. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what that is. It's not gay. It doesn't make him think like, oh, this is good. Maybe I want a guy now. No, it means my <laughs> woman play with my booty. I love her. You know, yeah. um, and some men won't like it but they won't like it because of they're afraid of the stigma so if you're confident in yourself and know the power and the pleasure you can bring him then a lot i suck dick so good they give me they ask you hear me so yeah. you want to <laughs> be that person where they're willing to let go with you even if it is just for the experience mm. Mm. yeah i think that's such good advice especially because like I was just thinking it's so weird how there's such a double standard. So many guys want to do anal and like do stuff to you, but they don't want you to do it to them. And it's like, I just, I I wish there wasn't so much stigma around it. Cause I, yeah, it's, I've been a dominatrix for 25 years. So I have pegged a lot of men. And when you really see the power in that as a woman I really uh, want women to take more into their dominant side especially if you have a man that's willing to give you that but yeah we as women have to step up in the bedroom because if we don't we're not going to be satisfied yeah exactly I wish I could be like more in touch with that side of myself it's something I really want to explore so you want to explore fucking somebody in the ass or getting fucked in the ass i would love to fuck someone in the ass. <laughs> oh yeah okay yeah i hope you find somebody who lets you take their booty yeah i wouldn't even know how to approach it though and you know 
Now, to be honest, I've only been in one relationship where the man actually liked to get pegged, you know, um, and for me, I didn't mind it, but I'm a professional dominatrix. I like to do it as a job. I'm not really into doing it as, to my man in that way, but I still mm. love the fact that I can do it. I have the pop, the knowledge to do it, and, you know, if he wanted it, I would give it to him, but I've only been in one relationship where he enjoyed it like that, you know, but other than that, it's not, a, I like to be able to stick my finger or my tongue up your butt but I don't have to put a strap on and fuck you in my relationship yeah and with the guy you were in a relationship with did you like did he initiate it did he say oh I yeah i think that. when he found out i was a dominatrix he fell in love with me because he knew that i would know that that doesn't make him gay he knew that he could open up and tell me about it and i wouldn't judge him so i think when i was talking to him i was like oh yeah i've been a dominatrix he was like oh she could do it in my butt you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it wasn't you know so i think that was part of the excitement for him to like me um was the fact that he knew he could be comfortable in his own mm. skin. Yeah. Well, with that in mind, I mean, someone else asked kind of a step down, I guess. But someone asked, do you have any advice for, like, just sticking a pinky in the male bum hole, like baby steps? Yeah, you can baby step it. Um, uh, If you have fingernails, then I always suggest getting a rubber glove. You don't want to tear anything up in there as if he was going inside of you. You know, they can have ragged nails or something like that. But I do believe you want to lube it. Slob is not enough. So make sure you have some type of lube on there. Um, While you're giving him head, you can start massaging his balls and slowly slide your finger in there. Um, It's not it actually welcome you. <laughs> It'd be like, hello. You know? <laughs> um, it, it won't fight you. It won't be hard, but I wouldn't just dry, just like with us. We don't want them when we dry trying to ram their finger up in us, you know, you want to give them the same lubrication and respect with that as well. And the mm-hmm. booty will juice once you get in there, you know, that booty juice. <laughs> oh my God, really? I didn't know that. Really? I did not know that. <laughs> you can have anal orgasms. Yeah. So you can have an orgasm from your anus uh, through mm. anal sex, through fingering, you know, however you, masturbation, whatever you're doing to stimulate it. Yeah. Good to know. A pinky, start small. You know, a lot of women like to get their asses licked, but they don't even lick ass. Start with just licking his ass, you know, and see the reaction you get from that. I mean, they'll fold up, you know, they'll take <laughs> it, you know, they like it. So they like a woman that's, be secure, don't let it. You, you know, what I've been talking about a lot lately on TikTok, and I'm probably going to do a video after we finish this, is that we as women all have our own combination. And a man will come to us and try to use the combination he got from another woman. But that combination don't open our lock. So it's really up mm. to us to learn our own combination and teach it to him so he can open us. I did a party the other day and these beautiful women, so many of them had not married and never even had an orgasm. That should be a requirement, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> so, don't get me started. But yeah, go ahead. What's the next question for the fans? The next one that people are scared to try is being spanked really fucking hard. Let me tell you. So I have a tattoo on my ass that says spank me. And I hate people who don't read it, okay? Um, <laughs> 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 so it's something just... 
I, I try to take it with a love and hate. They say you can't really love anyone that you can't hate anyone that you never really love. You know what I'm saying? And pain and pleasure are kind of that same dynamic. You ever have sex and it hurt, but you don't want them to stop because it hurts so good. Like it's mm-hmm. one of the best hurts you ever had. Well, mm-hmm. why you fucking and you getting this beautiful sensation through your body and this man, or even in my case, some women take their hand and just smack your ass like it's just going, like you hitting it from the back, and that booty just is waving, and they just yak, and you just oh, it's sending a chill through you. It's just oh, it'll make your nipples hard. Oh, don't even pull your hair with it. Like oh, it's a beautiful thing. Pain is pleasure when you when you know how to take your mind to that place. So yeah, get your ass back. <laughs> I think so many guys kind of think of girls as like really delicate and like, oh, I, I have to like respect her, but it's like, just like grab me, please. <laughs> Thank you, right. choke me. I, my, my man, he choked me sometimes. I think I'm about to die. And I'd be like, yes, give it to me. <laughs> it just made me so, oh, he choked so good. You know, some people be scared when I'd be like, Oh yeah! You know, it's just I love yeah. a man that know how to take you there. You know, hurt me, but it's not a hurt. It's a it's a beautiful pain. It's a and I don't even you don't want to say pain because so many people don't understand the pleasure in it. But oh my God, it's a beautiful. Let's just say place. It's a beautiful sensation. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, pain can be amazing if you have somebody who knows how to administer it correctly, and you're in that state of mind and in that raw passion. Do you have any advice to sort of like get someone to smack you really hard? Like, what if you don't really like know how to bring it up? And <laughs> yeah, open your mouth. You know, tell them like that's all you got. Or uh, <laughs> you know, somebody on the ass, do you choke them? So okay, we as humans, what we do is mimic. So hmm. he might be a little embarrassed if you smack his ass, but say if you like choking, then why you on top or even why you kissing him or why you fucking put your hand around his neck. And a lot of times, you know, even when we're young or you meet a new partner, if you make it out and he kiss your neck, then you think, oh, he must like this. So then you kiss his neck. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Or if you see yeah. he like his see you like your nipples twisted or whatever you try to twist his nipples or you know we try to mimic each other so if it's something you're not really comfortable about saying out loud try to perform it on them and see if they get the clue like oh maybe they like this back then if not be like uh you know I like this you have your own combination again yeah yeah can't get in your lock they can't get in your unlock you if you don't tell them your combination so if you come to them knowing I know I like this 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 and this Give it to them. Don't wait mm. and try because they're going to do something some other chick said was their combination and you're going to be looking like, for real? But if they knew your combination, they might be a whole better lover instead of trying to keep opening you up with somebody else's combination, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah. yeah. But that's sure. so true about the mimicking. I remember this one time I slept with this guy and I kind of wanted him to be rougher, so I kind of started... Like I put my hand around his neck and then he started doing it too and then we yes. were kind of on this like choke off and like who can do it harder yeah. like, God them must let them know I'm okay with this so you do it first and then they'll be like oh okay they like this so yeah mm. yeah yeah mm. cool question yeah um okay and the next one is sex toys and sex I don't want to make him feel like he's not good enough well, a lot of them are not. Hello. Um, <laughs> uh, 
you know, I was I was doing a live on TikTok last night and somebody came, they did ask a question similar to this. And my response is, if you're using the sex toys to add on, to be an addition to your sex life, that's one thing. But if you're using it as a means to get to a place that they're not getting you, that's not fair to you. So, you know, if you have a pocket rocket or if you have a bullet and you like to put it on his nuts or you like to play with your pussy with it, that's cool to enhance your sex with it. But if you have sex with him and you don't orgasm and you have to put the vibrator on your clit to bring yourself to orgasm, that's not fair to you. Make him learn your body. Make him be able to use it to show him, look, my, my pussy work. See, watch what this toy do. Ah, <laughs> now you need to learn how to make That's me do true. this. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. So I think as long as you're either teaching them or enhancing one, but if you're using it to substitute what they're not doing, get you somebody who can do it. Real talk. Mm. Stop laying yeah. down with people who are not interested in making sure you're satisfied. We were talking to our friend the other day who was saying that like they were sleeping with this guy and he like didn't know how to... Or he just, like, was getting annoyed at her that she was taking so long to come. And she was just like, yeah, but that's how long it takes me. Like, I can't rush it, you know? So do you have any advice for that? Like, how do you... I I mean, obviously, some guys are just trash and you have to be like, well, if you're not going to make me come, then... I'll just find someone else to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing is you have to preheat a woman, just like you preheat an p- oven before you put a pizza in. We need to be preheated. So it's very important that you make meet somebody that is uh, sufficient in foreplay. They need to excite you before they even enter you. So for me, it takes 20 minutes for my G-spot to engorge. Do either one of you women squirt? Yeah, I do. Okay, now do you squirt? How, what, what's your best position for squirting? What what do they do to make you squirt? How where how did you get to it? I feel like I kind of figured out by myself that I can squirt. I, what about you? I don't. Maria? I've never like I don't think I've ever actually squirted, but I think one time like when I was masturbating, like I did squirt a bit, but I literally don't know what it was about. Like there was nothing that I could point to that was different. It, I was just doing the normal thing. Or clitoral. Just clitoral. Okay. So have you all heard of this sex toy called the rose? No. What is it? What oh is my it? God. It's always oh, like this little rose and oh, it's amazing. Oh, I, I wet the bed every time I use it. But anyway, going <sighs> back to, um, going back to the question, um, you all need to know how long it takes for your G-spot to engorge. So that's your job. It's your job to find out how long it takes for your G-spot to engorge. So I do have a video on YouTube to give you a technique, but you have to masturbate and go in five-minute increments. and find. Because if you go in there right now, you're not going to feel your G-spot. It's not there. You have to get excited in order for it to engorge. And then after, say, five, ten, however long. For me, it's 20 minutes. Once 20 minutes hit, I go in there. I'm like, oh, there go my G-spot. Most men are done eating us and fucking us before our pussies even get hot. 
So it's yeah. really important for you to know how long it takes for your pussy to get hot. And if she take 15, some women take five, some women take a minute. I take about 20. Then it's your job to make sure you're fondling, kissing, licking, sucking, whatever you need, that before he get into you, you're all when he does into you, you're exactly where he is. A lot of times when they're finishing, we're just getting started. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You're like, damn, I was about to come. You yeah. just getting started and he didn't bust already. So you want to make sure you're just as excited when he into you as he is. So when he you all get there more together than separately. So that's how that helps. Learn your G spot. Learn how long it takes for it to engorge and it will change your life. At least your pussy's life. Hello. <laughs> okay, that's so cool. Yeah, I saw your I saw a TikTok that you did about that. And I had literally never heard about that before I saw that video and I was like why is this just another thing in sex education that we're just not taught at all right and and we're not and as women I've been there I've slept with a lot of men who didn't make me orgasm and I got I, I got tired of being used I got tired of them being happy and I I tricked myself to make myself believe that my pleasure came from making them feel good fuck that I deserve an orgasm and there's so many women who don't get them because they feel like they can't. Yes, the hell you can. But it's your body. You got to learn it and teach him how to make you. Or the more you learn about it, it'll start coming. Like um, uh, like you said, it's just something you do with the squirting. You don't know how, but you know in certain positions. Uh, once I did it through masturbation, then I was able to do it through this. Because you know now your body can actually do that function. So you release a little bit more in your sex and you're able to get there. Where before, like I used to squirt in people's mouths when I was younger, but I was told I was peeing on them. So I was like, I'm not peeing. But when I got that feeling, I would push them off because I didn't want to pee in nobody's mouth. Now I'd be like, take this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. it ain't pee. It's this squirt, nigga. And I want, it's juicy and sweet. They, they <laughs> like it. They be like, oh, you taste. I do, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta get to that point where you understand. I tell pee before you go to the uh, before you have sex, and that that way, if you do have that sensation, let it ride because you know it ain't pee. Your bladder ain't yeah. filled back up in fifteen or twenty minutes, so then you'll be more susceptible to letting that feeling flow. But a lot of us get that feeling and make us think we gotta pee, and we'll push them off. It ain't pee, baby. Let it ride. Let it ride. Yeah, I used to be so scared about it as well, like. I I like I figured out as I said that I could squirt and then when I was having sex with people I think that like really held me back from like being able to come because I was like oh I don't want them to like think yeah as you said I don't want them to think I'm like peeing on them or I don't want to like make a mess and be an inconvenience and now I'm like I, I could just put a towel down or something before and then it's like not an issue in any way And if somebody Mm -hmm. has an issue, then they don't deserve to be fucking anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In my book, 365 Ways to Keep It Kinky, I give 15 different types, kinds of orgasms that we as women can have. And a lot of us, seven out of 10 women are not having one. It's really important for us as women to know what our bodies can do so we can demand that it get done to us, you know, and that's really my plea is just for women. And I'm not taking away from men. I'm not, I'm not, but you have to learn you so you could teach it to him because he's not going to know, you know, if you're waiting on him again, every woman then lied and made some man think he was better than he is. Just like when they eat not pussy, a man to get down there and be doing this. Ah, 
<laughs> and we hate that, but we'll lift up, we'll try to get on the right spot, you know. <laughs> no, I tell people, don't don't know the pussy, you need to yes the pussy, you know, and we need to guide them on how to please us. But when you allow them to do stuff that doesn't feel right or doesn't really get you or make you happy, then they think that this, they think because they got this dick, that they got this super weapon that we just need. No, I don't. I need you to do this and this and this. So you have to find out what that is. Teach it. Mm. I feel like people say all the time and we say it all the time. I say it all the time. Like, yeah, definitely get to know your body and then like you can bring that in. That will help you like make your sex life better and stuff. But I feel like I've never thought about it in like such a specific way of like actually figuring out how long, as you said, like it takes for you to preheat. And like to I feel like to know that information feels would feel like really like empowering in a way because then it's like okay I know that this is just how long it takes so it's like if I'm not coming with this person it's just because I know that it's like they're not doing the thing that they need to do it's not that I like there's something wrong with me or like we just I don't know there's no connection or you know there's like a million things that you can read into bad sex so yeah like they give I, us the basics oh we have this button we have this button but they don't tell us it's timers on it or it's, uh, it's certain mm. stimulations or certain buttons you have to push you know so yeah once you as a woman and i'm i'm even one at one point i didn't masturbate because i felt like why well, do something i could get somebody to do for me but if you're somebody who lays down and you're not getting the pleasure you want, that's because you don't know your pleasure. So you have to learn and you might learn some things like I'm not telling you to twist your nipples, but I love to twist my nipples sometimes, you know. So find out what it is that stimulates you and figure out how to if you can't get them to do it through the mimicking, then you have to be, you know, open your mouth and say, hey, I need my nipples twisted when I'm getting ready to come. Or I need you to suck my toe and twist my nipples at the same time. Or, you know, be honest about what it is you need. And don't feel bad for getting your nut because he's always going to get his. Yeah, so true. <laughs> yeah. If you're too scared of, like, um saying it or outright, like, continuing on the sort of mimicking thing, like, just moan louder or like i don't know make more of a reaction to those things because like don't have sex until you open your fucking mouth why why be a vessel for somebody else why not stand up for yourself and be honest if you're mm. not brave enough to say what it is you need why are you opening your legs in the first place we're grown don't be ashamed or scared not for your nut you know what i'm saying yeah talking in front of a class but if you naked with somebody say hey why are you down there can you do this three times or can you do this twice? Don't be scared. I'm not allowing a moan or no. I mean, if you, if you can, if they can't do it or catch it because you put your finger down there and start playing with yourself, you trying, but just say it. You know, it, it was a time in my life where I only, seven out of 10 women only come from oral penetration or from getting their pussies ate. But we are love and date a man who don't eat pussy. If you know that that's the only orgasm you're getting, why would you date somebody who says that they don't give that type of orgasm? Because he gonna get his orgasm. So even me, my when I met somebody, even sometimes before I gave him my phone number, I'm like, are you do you eat pussy? <laughs> I don't even need to know your name. Hello? I'm not playing yeah. with you. Even my friends ate pussy. So just in case we got drunk and had sex, I knew they could get me off. But you have to know what it is you need and don't accept nothing less. 
because it's somebody mm. who gonna eat pussy. So why I'm gonna date somebody who don't when it's 12 who do? So I'm gonna go and wait till I meet those 12 because I'm not gonna give you me and not be satisfied and you just walk away happy. That's not fair to me. Mm. And I did that for years of my life. So that's why I'm a champion now to try to get women to stop doing that dumb shit. So true. Yeah, I feel like there's this whole kind of rhetoric that like if you're horny you should just like go find someone and have sex with them or like there's this whole sexual conquest thing of like oh who I have to sleep with like this many people especially because like we're both in our 20s so I feel like it's probably I mean it's definitely (laughs) very common amongst like our friends and people our age and younger of like just trying to find people and that's so it can be so disempowering because then you just end up sleeping with all of these just like people who don't even know what they're doing and then people who treat you like shit so then you kind of just let yourself be treated like shit no it happens it does and I feel like it's because you're searching for something that you know you heard exists and you're not experiencing it and you keep trying it because you want to experience it but you don't realize the whole time it starts with self you know so you want to make sure that you know enough about yourself so when you lay down with them that you do get there fast and you don't have to put so many bodies on you trying to find somebody to do that um but i i do know a lot of women who are end up in that position i've slept with a lot of people trying to find that feeling so you know <laughs> so i definitely understand and i really i stopped because I'm, i wasn't happy and i was like okay let me figure out what's going on and then yeah. i i had sex with a woman and she made me orgasm so i'm like okay so i do work okay so I can make me orgasm and she can make me orgasm. So he got a dick too. So why he got a dick and a mouth. Mm. So why can't he make me orgasm? So that was my goal to figure out what does it take for him to make me orgasm? Because even with eating pussy, a lot of men only eat us to get us wet. They don't eat us to make us orgasm. That's not mm. fair to us. If you're not going to yeah. go down there and complete the job, I don't want an incomplete sentence. I want the whole paragraph. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. want to make sure that they do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, so you were just saying how you like slept with a woman and then she made you orgasm can you tell us a bit about how you even got to the place of being like oh I want to be a kink educator or I want to explore talking about sex and teaching about sex for a living yeah I can do that uh so it started I think when I was a little younger I was introduced to a feeling I was molested as a child and I was introduced to a feeling that I liked, you know, um, and I started masturbating real young. And then my mom was very, nobody knew, you know, nobody knew I had been, uh, nobody knew I had been molested. <laughs> but I started reading about sex. And I read this book called The Joy of Sex. It's the most disgusting. I actually have a copy right here. It's the most, if you, as a kid, to see this book, I'm going to show it to y'all real fast. Y'all, okay, so this is. <laughs> This is the joy of sex. This book right here started my journey. Now, when you open this book, now this book is like from the 70s, and you see all these people with their hair and pubic hair. So as a little kid, you reading this book like, what is this? What are they doing? (laughs) But I would go and sneak and read this book, right? 
And then my mom and my sister, we were all, my mom was very open with us with sex and she would talk to us and stuff. And um, I started realizing that I like girls at a young age, but back then it wasn't as open as it was, you know. Um, mm. So I also knew that I was told I was a child of God. And from what I was learning that you couldn't be a child of God and like girls, but I'm like, I, I like girls, you know, so I didn't want to go to hell, but I knew God loved me. So I had to figure out how can I like girls and still be a child of God. So starting mm-hmm. about 13, 14, I just start reading all these books about spirituality and sexuality and stuff like that. Cause I knew somebody had to say that they, God loved me, even though I like girls. And that's kind of mm-hmm. how that started so I just start really learning about sex and reading about it and learning about myself and then probably um about 17 18 I got 16 I really knew like yeah I like girls you know I like girls I was keeping it to myself and you know trying to figure that out going forward uh with how I got into what I'm doing uh with me learning so much people all my friends would come to me and ask me questions and I knew the answers because I was reading it you know um I knew so I would just start telling them so I started a blog probably about 15 16 years ago called the kinky kid speaks and that blog got really popular I'm like dang people really like what I want to say but to even take it back before that I got diagnosed with cancer at a real young age and I got sick at 16 and then I had uh they told me I was gonna die and I was a nerd because I was all I was doing was reading right so I'm like I can't die and I ain't did nothing so I said oh I'm gonna be a dancer so I went and started being a, I went and was becoming an exotic dancer. Then I was like, ooh, I'm going to be a dominatrix. So I went and I became a dominatrix. So I said, ooh, I'm going to do phone sex. So I went and I did phone sex. And my mama, because I was about to die, she just was supporting everything. Just have fun. You got to die anyway. Just do it. Yeah. How was it? Did you make some money tonight? You know? So I was kicking it. She was living vicariously through me. I said, oh, I'm going to pimp some bitches. So I got me some girls and I pimped them. You know? So I was like, oh, this is fun. So I was not only educated now because I, 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 um, I'll say not educated, but studicated or self-talkated because mm-hmm. I was really into this. But now I had all these experiences because of these different jobs I've had within it. So when I started writing the blog, that's what made my blog so interesting because I, I had all these different experiences I had. So then I was reading this book called Conversations with God by Neil Walsh. And when I was reading the book, it's a part in there that um, they talk about sex. And when they start talking about sex in the book, my spirit clear as day told me that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to teach people to be your sex. Now, at this point, I'm 35 years old. I got two kids. I got a girlfriend. I'm fat. I'm like, don't nobody want to listen to my fat ass. And my spirit was like, teach people about sex. So I'd already had the blog. So I said, okay, I'm going to get on YouTube. So I went on YouTube, I got on YouTube and I started doing a couple of videos and I had a video called how to suck dick good or 
good dick or something. And I was just talking. I wasn't doing, I wasn't sucking dick on it. And that video <laughs> ended up um, making it to World Star. And when it got on oh World Star, then a lot of women start asking me, hey, can you teach me how to suck dick? Can you teach me how to suck dick? I'm like, okay, sure. So I created uh, me and one of my friends, we sat down and I created a class and I was able to start my business, Keep It Kinky Entertainment, where I would go out and teach women how to suck dick. And then from there, I w- so I've been doing that and I've been very blessed. So this June, like June 19th, would be 10 years that I've been doing that. Um, but then a few months ago, my mom got sick with COVID and we thought that she was going to pass. Uh, so we had to make the decision because, you know, if you send them to the hospitals, a lot of people wasn't coming home. Um, so she was like, she wanted to die at home. So me and my sister, like, do we make her go to the hospital? So I went into a deep state of meditation and I was crying like, God, I'm not ready for my mother to go. And clear as day, my spirit said, you need to get on TikTok. You need to talk to the teens and you need to use your son. And that's what I did. And within a month of being on TikTok, I had a video go mega viral. It has over 19 million views right now. But my my faith, my faith in God, my faith and my my ability to take something so detrimental in my life and instead of letting it control me, I empowered myself with it. I don't know if I didn't get molested if I wouldn't like women. And I don't know if I didn't like women if it wouldn't have pushed me to be so deep in my spirituality. But all I know is that everything that happened to me made me this beast that I am today. So things that other people will take for granted or take in their life and make it make, you know, I could be on drugs, I could be a hoe and my family would be like, but she had a rough life. But instead I took all those things and I made it make me a powerful force to be reckoned with when it comes to sex and power and sexuality. That's sick. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, I I think that fear is like the number one thing that holds people back and like you as you just attested to like fear if you, if you have no fear like you can just do anything and like explore anything and I feel like your life would just be so much better for it. So what if you're scared? I'd rather be scared. I've I'm not just not to say I'm not I wasn't scared trying, you know, but at least I mm-hmm. tried. And if you fail, that's okay. We can't be good at everything, but at least you know you tried. Um, mm-hmm. I I used to perform, I rap. I used to rap when I was younger, and I would be scared to go outside with an audience of five thousand people, you know. But I would get up there and put on a good show. So even being like now, being in front of a camera, you reach millions. But I'm not scared no more. I don't care. I'm, I know that my message is valid. I know I have something good to say. And we all do. So it's just finding that thing in you that you know people want to hear you talk about. Finding your passion. What, what ignites your flame. And we all have a purpose. And I hate that so many of us don't figure it out because we just become machines. We get up, we go to work. We get up, we go to work. That's, not, that's, just, that's just living life. You know, you're supposed mm. to, you're supposed to enjoy life. You're supposed to take charge. That's uh, not living life. That's maintaining, surviving. You're supposed to live life. You're supposed to do something with your life. So that's my thing. Find out what it is. And mine was to get my nut. No, I just like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that should be everyone's purpose in life. Well, can you maybe give us some 
tips then for people to like start kind of figuring out what they want obviously we talked about like masturbating finding out like how long it takes for your g-spot to engorge and stuff like that but I feel like it's hard to know what kinks for example to be into because like you might just not have heard of them or you just don't know so first thing I would suggest is to get my book 365 ways to keep it kinky because in that book it's not a chapter book but it's really a sexual journey book it gives you all of these things like I did a a private class for like a lady not too long ago and she was like oh my god there were so many things that I wanted to experience or tried to experience I wasn't really sure if it was a thing but when I read your book it validated that these things were normal or okay for me to do you know so it made me more comfortable to introduce them to a partner so you can go through this book either by yourself or with a partner but a lot of times we become complacent in our sex life thinking that this is all that there is so if you know that it's a such thing as this or if you know that you know so you have three different types of sex you got vanilla sex you got uh kinky sex and you have tantric sex a lot of people don't never even heard of tantric sex, you know, you have mm. foreplay, you have sex and you have afterplay. A lot of people have never even heard of afterplay, but a lot of us need some of these things in our life in order to be sexually satisfied. And because we don't know about them, we'll go through our lives not being satisfied. So my first thing is my book, you know, but it's really a good book to help with that. But learning what your body needs and um, understanding it. If you don't want my book at the internet, you could find anything on the internet google find out what makes a woman feel good and then try to implement that and see if that makes you feel good and if not then read another thing and then try to implement that one and if not then read another thing or find out what don't lay there and let them try to do it you search and find out things and say i'm gonna try this and if it don't work i'm just gonna try something else not that i'm gonna give up because you work your body work is just finding out your combination Mm so true i feel like i know so many girls that have been kind of discouraged because i feel like there is this sort of like image that you just like have sex and then like you're moaning straight away and then you like come and it's this whole thing and i feel like so many girls when it just doesn't happen that easily just give up and they're like oh my body just doesn't work but it as you said it's like it is a combination like there is something out there and it like yeah it sucks that maybe you've had to try a lot more stuff and like go that extra mile and some people don't but like once you get that specific little combo trust me like it will be smooth sailing but that's what i'm saying now so if i could stop you now from how she was saying earlier us putting these extra bodies on us trying to get it why not educate yourself Why not read something Mm. and learn and find something you could try, whether you might be into nipple torture, you might really need somebody to smack your ass right before you orgasm, you might need your hair pulled, you might need a finger in your mouth, find out what it is you need, so you can say, hey, I'll come if you pull my hair and stick your finger in my mouth or put your finger in my nose, whatever it is, you know, find out what it is. And then that way you don't have to put out, you can come with ideas to help get you there. And that's how it starts. But you got to touch yourself. You know, masturbation is a beautiful thing, but it teaches you how to, for one, know that your body does work and it teaches you how to accept pleasure better. You know, you don't want to be a goofy because somebody made you do something right. I make myself do that, you know? So (laughs) yeah. So yeah, I think that's a beautiful thing. 
So true. Also, you don't want to give other people monopoly over your orgasms. Like, hello. Come on. That's your or- that's your nut. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, come on, own it. Own it, right. <laughs> and don't cheat yourself of it. You know, like I said, don't make them do the work. Don't stop using these toys to take over something that they should be able to do on their own. And if they're not willing to figure it out, then they're not willing. They shouldn't be your partner. Stop accepting half-assed shit from a whole woman. Exactly. Can you give us some, I mean, obviously we don't want you to give away your like content for free, but can you give us some tips for how to give good head? Well, for one, I don't give head. I suck dick. Okay. Okay. So suck, it's a, suck dick. No, I want to give the, I want to <laughs> say what the difference for me and how I explain it and mm. not go with it. So a lot of women, when you all go to suck dick or give head, you take your hands, you put them around his dick and you twist your hands and you move your mouth around the top of them that's giving head because you're only focusing on the head of his dick okay Mm -hmm. so I say oh she gives head I'm a dick sucker so for me being a dick sucker um you know I'm openly bisexual so majority of my adult life I've been with women I've only been back with men for the last five years but when I got back with men you all are not touching these men so for one, you have to touch them. They need, my video that went viral on World Star was about sucking dick, but I was talking about touching men in there. So you want to make sure I take my dominant hand and that's cupping his nuts, right? And then this hand is going to either, if, I could, if he like nipple stimulation, I'm going to reach for his nipples or I'm going to rub his belly or I'm going to be up under his butt or I'm going to grab his hip. But I'm giving him a difference. I got two different sensations right now and now I'm going to put my mouth on him. So now I'm going to suck his dick. So it's all dick in my mouth because my hands are not on his dick. You know what I'm saying? They're Mm -hmm. doing other stuff. So he got the balls going. I got whatever's going on here. And now I put this dick in my mouth. So my thing is learning how to take the hands away and really suck his dick. So put the dick in your mouth. Um, And then I teach women how to fall in love with the dick. I name the dick. Like my dick's name is Mr. Wiggles. So it's always going to be a bitch with a thinner waist and a fatter ass, but it's hard to find a bitch to fall in love with your dick. So you fall in love with his dick. Even if you don't, you act like you're in love with that motherfucker. So you talk to it. You be like, hey, Mr. Wiggles, tell Mr. Wiggles I miss him. Tell Mr. Wiggles I can't wait to see him. Men don't cheat for a pussy. They cheat for a Oh, my God. Me and my boyfriend do that for real. <laughs> I thought it was really weird. No, that's cute, but that gets you excited and it lets him, he feels good about it. Like you want to talk to him, tell Mr. Wiggles, he tasted good this morning. Tell him, I can't wait to see him later. Guess what? Mr. Wiggles coming, Mr. Wiggles coming home, honey. So that's what you want to do. You want to make him know, like, I love your dick. Your dick excites me. And that dick is going to do everything to make you happy. So you treat the dick like it's the best dick you ever had. You give it, it its own personality, its own relationship with you. I text my man and say, tell Mr. Wiggles, hey, tell Mr. Wiggles this. He's like, you're not even talking to me? now I'm talking to that dick baby you know and it gets cute after they like that that you give that makes them feel empowered because so many men don't know or want to please us better you know so you're giving him this boost of confidence and stuff like that so I really try to teach women to fall in love with the dick have a personality talk to it you know appreciate it and then that you know introduce him to your pussy you know give your pussy I don't want you doing nothing to him that you're not doing for yourself so if 
you call her Miss Wet Wet, or if he got a name for it, then you say, come tell Miss Muffy hi, you know, whatever it is, but you all do that together, and it does bring an excitement and, you know, a different passion in the bedroom, but get in, fall in love with what you do down there. Don't make it something you do just to have sex. Make it something you do because you know you a beast at it, and you bring something different to the bedroom. My boyfriend is like, I know you love my dick. And that it just makes me like love it more, you know. And I feel like if your man knows that you love his dick, and like I know he loves my pussy, so like you know, it's like <laughs> it's just great vibes. Like then you just don't feel like scared. It's just like anything goes because you just both love it, you, and you know it, you know. Yeah, and it's a beautiful thing, and you that love, even though it's loving your pussy and loving your dick, you know that it's so much more going with it to even get you to that place mm. you know it's not just the pussy that he's in love with but the fact that he's able to show you makes it so much more passionate and more than just the sex thing it makes it an emotional thing it makes it a spiritual thing it makes it not just oh he just with me for my pussy no it took a lot for him to you know to get there to say that so he put in that work to love my pussy it's more than a feeling it's the act we portray it on a daily basis i see it and how he flirts with me i see it in the little things he says to me i see it in the text messages you know the little nicknames we have you know so those are the little things that build you up not just because he pull your panties down and fuck you but because he gives it that attention outside of fucking you that makes you know that like he loves his pussy you know but it comes mm. with a whole woman but he loves all of me so much that he you know tells me by loving my pussy too but if that makes sense yeah definitely are there things that you think that uh, I don't know how to phrase this question <laughs> are there things that you think that people just like don't know enough about in terms of, I talked about the g-spot but can you tell us like maybe people don't know about their erogenous zones like how to find that out or things that you come across loads that you're just like why the fuck do you not know about this? One, the main thing is just um, erogenous zones, again, are um, different because, like I said, we all have our own combinations. So for us as women, we are or can be orgasmic from the top of our heads to the bottom of our feet. I just, my main thing is how many women are not being satisfied? How many women have never had an orgasm? How many women are okay with the fact that they've not had an orgasm. They're in a, a committed relationship, they're married, and they have never had an orgasm. And that hurts, that hurts my heart, it hurts my soul. There's so many women that don't know that you can have an orgasm. And it's really important for you, that's my biggest thing, just women accepting that they're not getting there. And that's not, that shouldn't be fair to you, and it should, and then they'll say, but he a good lover. <laughs> what? How is he a good lover and you never had an orgasm? He might be a good provider. He might be a good food getter. He might be a good hugger, but he is not a good fucking lover, at least not in the bedroom. Stop giving <laughs> these men credit that they don't deserve, you know, for no. real. Does he satisfy you sexually? If not, he's not a good fucking lover. No, he's not good enough for you, at least. You know, and we give them that title and you never had an orgasm. That's the dumbest shit ever. Sorry. To go back to the head thing, but do you have any tips for giving head to girls? Eating I teach men how to eat pussy too. Yes. So men, I, my best analogy for eating pussy is if you know, you ever go bowling. So if you know how to bowl and you go and you, you know, you got the arrows going down the line. You all have bowling, right? Y'all know what bowling is, right? Y'all 
Y'all bowl? Yeah. (laughs) So if you go bowling and you throw the ball directly down the middle and hit that main pin, you're going to get what's called a split. And that's the hardest pickup in a a game of bowling to uh, pick up is when both of the pins are at the end. So this is what happens when a man goes and eats our pussy and he gets directly on our clit. He splits our legs and our legs do like this and they shake and we do this and he think that we're excited, but really we feel like we got a pee. It's an awkward feeling, but we accept it because he is here oh and we want God, him on our yeah. pussy. So we stay. Yeah. So, but if you really learn how to bowl and when you go down there and throw that ball, if you go a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right of that main pin. You will get a strike every time. So instead of, we got 8,000 nerve ends on our clitoris and they go and they dive directly head on it and we just shake and shake and we don't know, so we accept it. That's not a strike. That's that's a, that's a, that's a when the, the, the pins at the end, I forgot the name of it. So if you want to go a little to the left or a little to the right, and I promise you, she'll ease into it, she'll relax, she'll enjoy it, and you'll get a strike every time. But stop going directly on her clit head on. If her legs lock up and shake, that's not because she's happy. That's because she don't want you to stop, but you're really killing her at this point. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, that's so good. I, I think... Um so many guys like just they like see the the clit as like this goal and like this end post and they're like okay just gotta focus all my attention on that and then by the end we're just like like numb and we're like oh i've had enough (laughs) just get out of it just stop just put it in me yeah (laughs) i've had that literal exact feeling of like it hurts but I, and I don't want you to stop and this reaction is like not that it's feeling so good it's that it hurts but I really don't want you to stop you just need to move a little to the side or something like I don't know what you're... And then I'm gonna try yeah. to get you in the right <laughs> spot and then they'll try to get right back on the spot to yes we, we don't because it's so hard to get this motherfucker down here in the first place you don't want to get up <laughs> You know, and they only gonna be down there for a minute because a lot of them don't even get comfortable in it. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's a it's a bad thing. So I call them out. Hey, what's that? No, take your time. Move over. Go here. Lick, <laughs> lick, lick. Not the alphabet. Your tongue. Just move it. That's all. Oh yeah. my god, the fucking alphabet thing. Like, where did they come up with that? Don't do the alphabet <laughs> on me. I'm gonna slap you. We don't want it. Uh, do you have any other wisdom you can share? I feel like we've been learning so much. Do you have anything that you, you think we should know? Um, I just think for your male listeners, it's really important, men, that you become sufficient in foreplay. Learn as much about pleasing a woman before you enter her than what you try to put on actually entering her. We need that foreplay and it's really important. And even for some men to learn about afterplay. So afterplay is that moment after sex where some women, we need that. We don't need it all the time, but we need that care. We need that comfort. We need that, oh, I'm still here with you moment, whether we're cuddling, whether you go get the rag. It's not just roll over and go to sleep. You just made me feel like you used me still connect with me even though we orgasm Mm. so that's really important for my men to make sure you all understand those dynamics when it comes to sex sometimes this could be a wham bam thank you ma'am but a lot of times we need those we need the foreplay the sex and the afterplay to feel validated and complete in our job is in our mission as women sexually um 
for women, I would say to don't be afraid to be honest in your truth about what it is you need and desire for your body to get off. Stop laying there, allowing them to use you being a vessel for him. Get your nut, ma. Find out or do whatever you can to learn your body. So you, it's pleasure out there for you. And you deserve pleasure. And you're worthy of pleasure. And you need pleasure. You'll be a, you know your miserable friend who's not having orgasms because she's a miserable bitch. But when you orgasm, <laughs> you wave at people. You say hi. You talk to people. You get, hey, how's the day? But when you don't have an orgasm, like, get out the way. Fuck you. You have road rage and shit. So... <laughs> have orgasms you're happier but really to be honest for women it's up to you to learn your body and to teach it to him and for men learn as much as you can because there's some women who are not going to learn their body so if you could learn her body and teach her some things about her body it sets you above most men because they won't even take the time to learn yeah mm. and it's so rare to like find a guy well at least in my experience i'm like giving myself like giving away secrets away to like find a guy who like gets it right straight away every time like you will inevitably have to like teach them something so it's like being able to voice that is so important and I think that's like the most valuable thing you can like learn it's really hard to get it right uh the first time because again we I sometimes don't uh call them off until the second time it depends on how mm. the first now if there's a lot of things that's bad like especially for me being being that I know how well I suck dick I make sure that they eat me first right so if they go down there and they garbage I'm leaving I'm not gonna <laughs> stay for the rest of it because you're not about to get your dick in my mouth and you just put this garbage on me no I'm done you know mm. but if they try to do it and it's just not what I want but at least they put in some good effort you know they just don't know I'll stick around and give them to the second time or the third time so they can try to learn me a little bit more but then mm. to just being honest and seeing that they care that you didn't get theirs and that they're willing to do what it takes mm. to help you get there you know um but you don't want a selfish lover you know selfish you don't want to be a selfish lover you don't want to be a starfish or a pillow princess you want to be a bitch who gets in the bed and fucks because you get your nut that's what you want to do yeah you want to get your fucking nut <laughs> that's what i want you to do i i just want to ask if you have any uh advice for like anal because i will really want to try anal but i'm kind of scared because i know it's gonna hurt like at least at first kind of thing even with the lube and stuff but do you have any advice to sort of like um stimulate more of the like pleasure zones like in the ass and stuff so do you have anal beads i don't does he ever <laughs> put his finger in you while he's eating your pussy does he ever stick it in your ass we have we literally haven't done any ass stuff okay so one thing some men do and some women like is like while they're eating our pussy or maybe while they're hitting it from back from the back they might take a thumb or a finger and put it in our booty and it feel good and then that make us think oh i want it in my booty but then when they try to put it in your booty it hurt but you're like man i I really liked it when he did this why it's not working now so the thing is you want to become you want to get relaxed the more relaxed you are the easier it is so one thing i like is if you can get some anal beads or even start with a finger first while he's eating your pussy let him move up a finger um sometimes you could be wet enough but that wet dries out faster so get you some silicone lube get you a nice lube and let him lube up his finger and while he's eating your pussy let him slide your his finger into your ass that's one way you can start um 
working on that. Um, then with the anal beads, you can lube up the anal beads. And while he's eating your pussy, you take the anal beads and they got like little beads on them and they get bigger and mm -hmm. bigger. So maybe he's sliding one, two, three. He might be able to hold time, get all the way to the end of it. But then when you get ready to orgasm, pop those motherfuckers out. Change your life change your life okay oh my God. <laughs> now, so we can have anal orgasms and that's one of the orgasms i talk about and men can have anal orgasms as well but so when you get ready to have anal then you're like man i like this but why i can't relax enough for him to do it when we have sex so the thing is for one lay down in the spooning position instead of trying to do it in doggy style or instead of trying to do it in missionary getting spooning the reason why you want to spoon is because this way your body is up against his he can play with your breasts he can kiss your neck he can do other things to get your mind off of the fact that he's trying to enter your ass so you'll be more relaxed and comfortable instead of tense or whatever with doggy style some women the connection is too far away for that at least for the first time so when mm -hmm. you're first getting into it try spooning you're close to him he can fondle you you feel good you loving him he could talk to you in your ear you know you want to relax and the more you relax it'll start going in then another thing if you're some people who go in the bathroom with each other um if you, you're using the bathroom if you ever have a bowel movement he can massage your lower back while you're on the toilet now this sounds weird but he can massage <laughs> your lower back while you're on the toilet again it's a fact of mimicking and your body learning responses and knowing things so while he does that if he can massage your back on the toilet to help your ass relax for you to go to the bathroom when you're in the bed if he goes to massage your back naturally your booty will relax you can go in fast easy that's such a good tip i've never heard that before that makes a lot of sense that i've also had that like spooning position helps for like to have a bit more control I don't know I like to feel like you're a little bit more in control and so you don't feel like it's just gonna like I don't know ram up there you know what I mean right um, right because they want to yeah. right go hard they could do it soft right they're not gonna dominate your ass <laughs> they're not gonna tear you a new ass sensual you're you're relaxed you feel safe you're in their arms they're gentler mm. you know it's more passionate so you relax into it a lot more than being on your knees with your booty in the air and him like you say the fear of him just like ah, ah. you're like what the hell <laughs> Yeah. Not butt rape, you know. <laughs> That's literally the approach that like so many guys take as well. Like, just like make me feel a bit more yeah. comfortable, please. <laughs> have some lube, have whatever, but get in that position and just really trust them and be in it. Don't rush to do it, and you'll be surprised how it relaxes you in a totally different way. Yeah, thank you so much, and we're yeah. so happy that you came on the podcast and shared your advice with us and your story with us and we hope our listeners are gonna like go find your books go buy 365 ways i think he is available on um, amazon as an ebook mm -hmm. and actual physical book 
but um, I'm a sucker. You have to get directly through me, through my cash app. Um, so a lot of people have just been very supportive in buying both books through me because I autograph them, get bookmarks and everything. So for both books, it's 35. But you all are a little further, so I will have to see how much the shipping would be to get all the way to where you are. But yeah. in the United States, it's 35 for both books. But if not, just the ebook for I'm a, uh, for 365 is available on Amazon. Ladies, thank you so much for inviting me here I really enjoyed you all your energy is empowering it's amazing whatever it is you're doing don't stop and please make sure you all get your nuts okay (laughs) oh my god yes definitely (laughs) do you want to tell people where they can find your cash app like what where can they find just that? google me too i'm doug kinky kid i have a website i'm the kinky kid on youtube i'm the kinky kid on tiktok i'm the kinky kid on instagram so you can definitely find me as doug kinky kid and um i give a lot of even from the from the rooter to the tutta, I really help people embrace it even before you're ready to have sex, just getting to where you need to be to have sex or discovering your fetishes, administering your fetishes, being safe in your fetishes. So like I said, I have over 800 videos on YouTube, along with the videos I have on TikTok. I do have the two books, but trust yourself and know that you deserve to orgasm. Yes, 100%. Okay, well, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. Okay, guys, well, we hope you enjoyed learning all about how to have better sex with Kinky. Don't forget to subscribe, as always. You know where to find us on Instagram, on Facebook, at Sextras Podcast. You can email us, sextraspodcast at gmail.com. Tell us whatever you want. Tell us some stories. Tell us what you want to hear next. You can visit our website and send us anonymous submissions through there, which is www.sextraspodcast.com forward slash confessions if you want to go straight to that page. And keep an eye out because we actually do have our bonus episode coming out very soon. So, Yeah, make sure you subscribe and you'll get notified when that comes out and we'll see you then or next week. Bye. You've been listening to Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt and Maria Jose Hayodatiyi, produced by Mabel Productions. (laughs) 